I'm Will Baker. And I'm Alex Prescott. And you're listening to Think to the Brink. Where best to go for opinions than mum's nets. Can, can <laughs> Jesus choose which wine he turns it into? There needs to be some middle ground between a full stop and an exclamation point. Your taste buds are amazing. So it's basically like a glorified textbook writer. Is there any person in the world that is more of a yes man than Mr. Samir? <laughs> And Merry Christmas, one and all. Welcome to the Think to the Brink Christmas special. Last year, you may remember, we did a Christmas special that started on a wizard's song. I wish it could be Christmas every day, but was quite broad in the end, wasn't it? I think we covered Frosty the Snowman, the Snowman, yeah. different, two different people, <laughs> uh, or, or snowmen. It, in a way, backed us into a corner for this year, didn't it? But luckily... That is where we thrive. We set the bar very high for ourselves. Christmas special 2017 is available in our archives on YouTube, of course. We've been more focused this year. I think last year for our Christmas special, you came around in the morning and it took us about three hours and a long lunch to decide what topic. We went back and forth yeah. and eventually settled on Wizard. This year it was quite easy. I think we decided in Yeah, I think, I think we've advance. got... I think maybe that's because we've got more and more used to being like, we don't know whether we will have anything to say on it. And we will have something to say. So yeah. we're less less cautious around topics that seem very uh, esoteric, Yes, one would say. And, I mean, for, for lots, I mean, th- this is a character who is beloved, I would say. Yeah, definitely. And has been in many iterations. So um, from the first Dr. Seuss books to then the remakes, uh, the live action with Jim Carrey... I and then the most recent. Yeah, one. I feel we always go into de- too much detail before we reveal who it actually is. <laughs> I mean, it's it's not a revelation, is it either? Because it's in the title. And it's in the title. So today on the show, 2018 Christmas special will be on Max the Grinch's dog, the sidekick, loyal, well, lovable. I don't know. I feel partner, I, I, crime, partner in crime, business partner, <laughs> roommate. I don't know what you would call them. Yeah, I think I think their relationship is multifaceted. One of the most famous. Celebrity Christmas dogs, I think I'd say. <laughs> yeah, I think if you put Christmas in there... It... So, straight off the bat, we've given him... A title. A title. <laughs> um, we've got Dr. Seuss Wiki. Not very comprehensive compared to some of our other wikis. No, especially for Max. It says that Max is the dog and companion of the Grinch. That Origi- makes it sound like they're sort of in a relationship. Yeah. Companion, like... life companion. Yeah, it's nice though. It is, know. yeah. Um, originally appearing in the book How the Grinch Stole Christmas, so of course... Um, did you know Dr. Seuss was... He went to Oxford. Originally. I did not know that. Yeah. Is his real name Dr. Seuss? No, he's called Theodore Seuss Geisel. And is he a doctor or is that an honorary title like Dr. Fox or Dr. Dre? Um, he adopted the name Dr. Seuss as an undergraduate at Dartmouth College and as a graduate student at the University of Oxford. He left Oxford in 1927 to begin his career as an illustrator and cartoonist for Vanity Fair Life and various other publications. And so he is American. He was born in Massachusetts, born in 1904, died in 1991, aged 87. Mm-hmm. And I was just reading, actually, that he didn't want to sell the rights to How the Grinch Stole Christmas for any film adaptations, but his widow auctioned them. Oh, really? So there was an animated film, and then, of course, the most famous version, which is the version that I think we'll be using as our main point of reference, because, yes. full disclosure, neither of us have seen the new animated <laughs> Grinch film no, that came out we've, recently. We've read, but then I feel like... 
our approach to a lot of topics is we read around the, the subject. Actually, the original source material is often not the most interesting thing to analyse. It's no, often definitely. what people have said about it. So we have read about that, about uh, Benedict Cumberbatch's views on Max, which we'll be getting into a little bit later. Ooh, a little teaser for you. Little yeah. Yeah. Cumberbatch, obviously, in the new version, I think it's narrated by Pharrell Williams, so they've got a lot of star power. Yeah. But I think the film that we grew up with, so we're 24, 25, so people of our age range, our generation, grew up with the... The Jim Carrey version, narrated by yeah. Sir Anthony Hopkins. Oh, would you say Carrey or Carrey? Jim Carrey. What did I say? Carrey. Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey. Yeah. Okay. Semantics, doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> but because um, I think in that version, Max is particularly downtrodden. Oh, yeah, and played by a real dog. Of course, yeah, but it was originally supposed to be a CGI dog. Um, I also found out that Max, the male dog, is played by Kelly, a female dog. So no. Cross-gender. Uh, casting, that's nice, good. that's nice. Um, Love to see it. And the uh, the only other fact that I found on... Um, <laughs> the three facts about Max. The three Max no, facts. Of you. Max facts, yeah. That's, that's quite good. Maybe we should uh, oh, start make that a weekly second. feature. <laughs> um, Every, um, rather, there are three, so that would last three weeks. Um, actually, no, I found another one. Uh, this, this is quite funny. Max appears to understand the English language by being able to obey specific commands by the Grinch. Like what size wrench to bring in? You could argue that some most dogs do understand that, but I I quite like that. Only twenty nine of fifty nine people found this interesting. So thirty people read that and were like, "No, that doesn't interest and me." And they they actively voted that it wasn't. You can actively vote that it wasn't. Well, I mean, like it is similar to most dogs. I would say that they have that they're taught. He will have been taught through bringing the wrong wrench. Whipped, probably. You know that Max gets whipped. And it says here in uh, the television special, this is back on Seuss Wiki, his only two speaking lines are yippee and rah. That's with four A's and three H's. Oh, is that in the original? Performed by Dallas McKennan. uh, While being hit by the Grinch's whip. He has brown curved ears and tan fur. Is that when he puts on the reindeer and... Oh, maybe. And that's to drive well, no, I, I feel like, well, it, have you seen the television special? No, <laughs> I haven't seen the television special. I think the only thing I've ever seen is the Jim Carrey film. The American Humane Association monitored the animal action. just want to point out, reassure the listeners, no animals were harmed. Scenes appearing to place animals in jeopardy were simulated. So that's oh. reassuring. So that might be why they originally wanted to go for CGI, so they could... Because he, he probably lays into Max, doesn't he? Do you think yeah. Max likes the Grinch? Um, well, I mean, they live together, so maybe it's just Co-habit. It be convenient. What, for rent? It, well, I mean, it's, it's, it's quite far from the centre. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think rent's <laughs> town. Very, what do you think it was? So like, I think real estate, he's in a cave, isn't he? He's in a cave, yeah. So At I the think, top of the mountain. Yeah, you could argue that he's homeless. Yeah. That they're both homeless. Yeah. Well, I think real estate in Whoville price is probably through the roof. Do you think? think? Yeah. Because it's, it's quite a small... I mean, it's in a snowflake, isn't it? <laughs> so in terms of, like, demand versus supply, there's probably not much space. No. So I think they've, they've obviously... Maybe it is, like, a, a rental agreement. There is a bit of the story of the Grinch, isn't it? That he, he always was a green thing. But how did, how did that happen? The, no, he just comes from another planet. Another small planet. planet. A different another snowflake. Probably planet. a different snowflake, yeah. Maybe one that sort of landed in the grass. That's why they're all green. <laughs> and just that's the pig, a theory. The pigments at chlorophyll. No. Chlorophyll. Yeah. Chlorophyll. Not chlorophyll. Not chloroform. That's something else. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there's another fact here. The final IMDB fact that I found. 
The Grinch's dog, Max, has the same name as Jim Carrey's son in Liar Liar, which is another movie which was released by Universal Pictures and Imagine Entertainment. And I actually agree with the people that are only 45 out of 119 found that interesting. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's not... a coincidence, really, isn't it? Yeah. So, it's um, not really a fact, is it? So, yeah, um, uh, the words Grinch and Christmas are spoken by every major character in the movie, except Max. <laughs> I had to specify that. Obviously, in the film, Max is a non-speaking part. <laughs> because in the film, he is a real dog. He's not animated. Yeah. He's not. Do you um, think he got paid a little bit? Um, well, she. She, of course, it's Kelly. A female dog. Kels. Um, probably, yeah, probably. And there's the gender pay gap as well, so that would be upscale <laughs> even further down. Oh, good. And it came out in 2000. So, so exponentially worse than it is today. Yeah. And there's still obviously a long way to go. Also, have you heard of the Wobulous World of Dr. Seuss? Um, in my initial research, I came across it. The, 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 the origin story of the two of them. So, oh, is this the origin story? Because. I think it's... No, it's it's a show that was on Nickelodeon in 1996, so that's before the movie, right? Yeah. Um, for two seasons, and it features puppet versions of classic Dr. Seuss characters. So this is on Muppet Wiki. Yeah. So there was a bit of a, a cross-contamination. Yeah, no, I've, I've got onto Muppet Wiki as well, but it says here, The Grinch Meets His Max is a wobulous world of Dr. Seuss book featuring The Grinch and Max, and based on the episode The Grinch Meets His Max... So there was an episode of the Wobulous World of Dr. Seuss oh, wow. called The Grinch Meets His Max, which was then made into a book form. It's written by Antonia D. Bryan, published in 1998 by Random House. And uh, the Grinch one day seems to have an itch and can do nothing to relieve it. He tries and tries, but to no avail. And true to form, the Grinch becomes meaner and meaner. Mm. Just then a little dog shows up and the Grinch does everything in his power to show him that he does not want him around until Max scratches the itch. <laughs> wow, do you think that's a... A metaphor? <laughs> I hope not. Need so basically, it's, uh, it's so it's basically saying that the Grinch used Max mm. for his own end. Well, maybe Max as well. You don't know, Max might have been looking for employment. Do you think the Grinch was a massager? Yeah, as a masseuse. As a back scratcher. Massager. <laughs> masseuse, sorry. <laughs> the last thing I want to say on the Wobbiness world, we should probably clarify for the listeners, it's spelt like fabulous, but with a W-U-B-B, where fab would go. So we're not just pronouncing it strangely. I mean, we also we also said it without making any reference to it, so... Yeah. <laughs> and we do we often did, we didn't sell. Well. We didn't sell Wobbiness. But the series was unique in that the computer-generated backgrounds were animated in real time, allowing for such things to see scenery moving as the characters move and objects moved when interacted with. So is that unique for the time? That's happened to yeah. us. <laughs> it must have been. It was the mid-90s I think this came out. Yeah. But it must have been made by the same people who made the Muppets because... Yeah, they got cut in the hat. I think because The Wobulous World is a series of books. So they didn't just have um, Dr. Seuss ones. Even in the Wobulous world of O. This is also a thing, isn't it, that people have taken on the mantle of Dr. Seuss and are now making a lot of money out of him. How do you feel about that? Oh, I hate it. You know John Green, who wrote Fault in Our Stars? Yes. So he, when he was like in his 20s, or, or younger, he sold the rights to the book to people to make a movie, and he, he was going to have nothing to do with it yeah. at all. And, and you just have to, as if you... I mean, it's slightly different, but... Yeah, yeah, you're yeah, selling yeah. the rights, you have no creative you control. creative control. You Luckily can, you then... You can insert a clause in the contract. Like, J.K. Rowling obviously had a lot of creative input. Oh, yeah, well, because she was an exec producer, so I think... She, she didn't have creative input, but she had kind of... She could... They basically gave her... A, a, she had to approve everything, I think, before it got in. And she Which, could also... Well, that makes sense as well, because 
Uh, when the, the first time making Harry Potter films, the books hadn't been finished, so they didn't want to put anything in that could yeah. contradict contradict. Is there a similar thing with Game of Thrones? Well, yeah, he's also heavily involved with that too. It's good because yeah. well, he hasn't finished. No, well, they've got ahead now, haven't they? Swans off, yeah. Swans off. He's just doing all the promotional tours. He's made enough money from the TV series. Doesn't need to finish the books. He'll probably be dead before he finishes the books. Oh, well, I think that's a very damning thing yeah, to say. But yeah, Max, the Grinch dog, was originally in the Dr. Seuss book, How the Grinch Stole Christmas. So I don't know whether... That's the original book. That's, that yeah. is the source of So this is a prequel. So The Grinch Meets His Max yeah, a is a prequel to How the Grinch yeah. Stole Christmas. How long do you think Max and Grinch have been together by the time we enter the action? <sighs> if we're using the Jim Carrey film as our main point of reference. Um, oh, there's a, I think there's a world weariness to their relationship. Well, yeah, but are we assuming that Max has the normal human lifespan? Not human lifespan, the normal dog lifespan. <laughs> We've talked about dog lifespans before. What species is he? The Grinch's loyal dog, Max, is back as well. So this is written just when... Um, the Jim Carrey film came out. ...in 2000. And it's played by six different mixed-breed shelter rescues. Kelly, Chip, Topsy, Stella, Zelda and Bo. So it's not just Kelly. The dogs all wore a lightweight headpiece with long ears attached and for the flying sequences wore an additional antler headpiece as well as fur-covered harnesses to secure the dogs in place. Kelly also wore a fur-covered harness in a scene where the Grinch and Max hide in the mailroom. They were suspended in the upper corner near the ceiling while a crew member held cables connecting the four points of the harness from his position behind both the Grinch and the ceiling. The crew member securely held the cables for the entirety of the scene ensuring there was no chance of Kelly falling. That's a lot of detail. Yeah. While in the mailroom, bloody hell. While the Grinch's heart literally and painfully grows to match his newfound love for humanity, Max barks and whines in distress along with his master. For this scene, Max's part was filmed separately so that she wouldn't be frightened by the Grinch's sudden attack. The dog was reacting to the trainer's cues. <laughs> it seems to be an entire article just proving that there was no harm. Yeah. Soon after, uh, Max affectionately licks his master's face. The trainer prompted the dog to do this <laughs> by placing baby food on the actor's cheek. Yet Max's ultimate reward perhaps is his hearty serving of roast beast as he revels in the Christmas celebration in Whoville. The dog obediently sat at the crowded dinner table after the trainer told her to, quote, stay and enjoyed a helping of ham. <laughs> For more Max news, see how Max stole the show to discover what happened to the real-life pooches after the camera stopped rolling. Right, so it's right here. It's behind the scenes, and it's about six separate articles on the behind the scenes of the dogs. Okay, Kelly did most of the stunts. Animal trainer Roger Schumacher spent three and a half months practicing with the animals prior to filming to perfect their stunts and acclimate them, acclimate them? Acclimatise them, them, I think you mean, them to the set environment. This period not only allowed the canine stars to become their character, what? <laughs> to become their character. It is called Max the Method Actor, this bit. Uh, but also allowed the trainers to discern which particular behaviours each dog was comfortable doing. As a rule, the animals were only expected to perform the actions they were willing to do based on their individual personalities and physical capabilities. Topsy, for example, was the resident scratcher, while Zelda was trained to scoot in a sitting position. So Topsy would probably have played uh, her in the original... When Grinch meets his Max. Bo's special trick was pulling the sleigh and Stella's was to speak and back up. Speak. <laughs> Max also adorns a mini hard hat and Rudolph nose. Although he gets to swipe off the clownish red nose with his paws in the movie. Actually, we should just say this article is on a website called HumaneHollywood.org. <laughs> so it's, it's some serious propaganda going into... No Maxes were harmed in the making of we, this film. We might be going a little bit too far in, but Stella's owner, Orly Crow Triffman, <laughs> knows about patience. 
<laughs> After months of watching the six max, in quotation, dogs, well, it's just a... Anyway. Training. On the universal lot outside her office window, she decided she had to have one of the little mutts. Similarly, when Marnie Cooper first laid eyes on Topsy, she knew that she was the one. Both Crow Triffman and Cooper visited their future pet on the Grinch set almost daily and found it increasingly difficult to wait for the day they'd be allowed to take their dog home. About eight months later, they were finally able to leave the set with their new family member, Crow Triffman with Stella and Cooper with Topsy. And they've been ecstatic ever since. Are those people that we're supposed to know who they are, Tr- Crow Triffman and I don't think so. Ecstatic Marnie ever Cooper. since. I'm sure they've <laughs> had some days yeah, exactly. that have been a bit tricky. Schumacher actually begins the process of finding a home for his rescues almost immediately. <laughs> in order to properly match the dog with his or her prospective owner. Schumacher talks to the interested parties about their background with pets and also observes them with the animal to discover whether or not they'll make good owners. If he cannot place a dog after wrapping a film, the dog lives with Schumacher on, in the interim. The dogs never go back to the pound or shelter. Oh, wow. At least for Topsy, Stella, Zelda and Bo, the end of The Grinch meant their retirement from show business. Although it was a brief career, their paw print has been made, and judging by the potential... Bl- well, see, we know potential blockbuster status, we know it achieved blockbuster status. Yeah, very good. To this day, Jim Carrey's most successful film. Really? Uh, commercially. Oh. Uh, well, it comes out every year, isn't it? Once you get a Christmas hit. Yes. It won't go Dying unnoticed. Day. Anyway, that is behind the scenes. It's more behind the scenes than I thought we'd delve onto the actors. Do you call them an actor? Would you call them... A performer. Performer, yeah, performing yeah. dog, which is offensive if you call it, and anyone but a dog, if you call them a performing dog, they get offended. Yeah, definitely. It's probably fine for Kelly, Bo, Zelda, Topsy, and the others. Which one of them is a pointless answer? <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, the Grinch's dogs. <laughs> My little Alexander Armstrong there. Um, can I just. So at no point in that incredibly detailed, it said they were mixed breed shelter dogs, but at no point did it say any of the mixes. No. I suppose maybe they don't know. But they all have to look fairly similar, don't they? Well, yeah. I I didn't notice, having seen the live-action film, that there was any... I I thought it was all one dog. I wasn't looking very closely, I'll give you that. (laughs) But I never... You're also not a dog person, so I don't think you'd notice the little... I didn't even notice there was a dog. No, that's a lie. That's quite a list. Have a look. That destroys the facade of this podcast. Um, Because in the new film, I'm just looking at some rushes. (laughs) Not really rushes, clips. The film is out. I don't think you can call them rushes. I didn't work on the film. So we've broken into Universal to record this particular podcast. And he looks like a sausage dog, really. To me, that that looks like a sausage dog. And he looks far more mischievous than Max. And a lot more happy. He's grinning... Yeah, and Max very rarely smiles. Well, I mean, he's a real dog, so yeah, he's a real dog they've made smile. it more. I think they made it more palatable. But the the live action is a U, isn't it, or is it a PG? It must be a U. There might be a slightly yeah, which made Toy Story, as we know, a, a PG. PG. Um, we've also got here in USA Today. If you want to make Benedict Cumberbatch go all mushy, as I do, just mention Max, the adorable canine companion to the nasty Grinch. It's those cute puppy eyes. It's all about the eyes, says Cumberbatch. Great. <laughs> <laughs> Max is the world's greatest dog, let alone the Grinch's best companion. Best companion? He's his only companion. Yeah, anyone... You can count Cindy Lou Who as a companion. Also, the world's greatest dog. No, yeah. I think, you know, who would you say the world's greatest dog is? Fang. Hagrid's. Hagrid's dog, dog available in our archives. We've done quite a lot of dogs on the show. Yeah. I think we are more... Well, we're not... We, are, we haven't had pets we've been very open with, but I think we are more... I'm definitely... <laughs> slowly... So, okay, there, was a, there was a comment there. That should have been, we've been very open about the fact that we've not, none of us have ever had pets. But what you said was, 
<laughs> we've never had pets. We've been very open with implying that we have had pets, but the relationship was a little bit yeah distant, fraught. <laughs> but I am no, so neither of us have ever had pets, and we have been very open about that. I think eventually, oh, we gonna say eventually I might get a dog. Wow. I don't know. Big knees. Uh, my girlfriend's nobbling me a lot. Sorry, that's, <laughs> that's, 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 that's rude. That's sounds rude. Nobbling, I feel like that is a phrase that my family will use. Uh, cajoling or like kind of. Uh, yeah, putting pressure. Mine, mine too, mine too. To get, to get it to for me to get a dog. <laughs> yeah, she's like, I'm just I wish I could get a dog. All right. No, I, I, maybe, maybe dogs are in both of our futures. Yeah, maybe. I think rather than cats, and I think the podcast has uh, made that. But they, it's certainly. The like, podcast has made. Do you realise you want a dog? We've done Clifford, yeah, Fang, Fang, and now Max. Max. I don't think we've done any other. In the new box office hit, The Grinch, Max's central role, well, supporting character, is fleshed out even further, as if it even further <laughs> yeah, than it has been fleshed out of the, the two lines. He continues to take the brunt of much of the Grin- of Mr. Grinch's bad moves. <laughs> Mr. Grinch to you. Mr. Yeah, what's, what's Mr. Grinch? What's his first name? <laughs> the. The. <laughs> But he gets more begrudging love from his cranky master. That's not fleshing out his role. No, I've got, we've got a line here from the director, Scott Mosier. If it wasn't for Max, the Grinch's heart wouldn't just be too small. It wouldn't exist. The Grinch does love the dog. He's just not that open about that love. <laughs> well, there we like go. <laughs> <laughs> but you can see there is someone in there. Maybe it's just that Max is a good dog, but in the film, Max shows that there must be some good in the Grinch under all those crusty layers. Article here on Bustle.com, published in December 2016. Six reasons why the real star of How the Grinch Dog Christmas is Max the Dog. (laughs) Max is much more than just the Grinch's loyal dog and unwitting accomplice. In fact, Max may be the true hero of the story as his humour... I don't know if he shows much humour. <laughs> Devotion and likability outshine even the Who's down in Whoville. That's well, the Who's down absolutely in Whoville. libelous. But the Who's Towards down in Whoville aren't particularly likeable. Like, I, I think, like... Apart from Cindy Lou, but I think everyone else is pretty... Anyway. To say Max is more the star of the show than all of the Who's, I think is... Yeah, I mean, it's... This I'm going to say it, ridiculous. Well, the, yeah, but the title of this article is Six Reasons Why the Real Star is Max the Dog, so there's yeah, an so agenda here. Yeah. And we'll, get on to the, <laughs> we'll get on to the six reasons now. Number one, he's loyal. The pup stands by his owner through it all, even up the Grinch's crazy plan to, you know, steal Christmas from Whoville. After all, he is the Grinch's best friend. Now, I would say this is blind loyalty. We talked about this in one of our very first episodes available on archives on YouTube, Mr. Smee. Would you say there's a comparison to be drawn there with Max? Because stealing Christmas is fairly evil. It's not a nice thing to do, is it? No, it's a lot not. of innocent children that are being affected, and Max is is quite a big accomplice. In fact, I would even go so far as to say that the Grinch couldn't have done it without Max. But I think we've got to take into account the fact he's a dog. No, but I think mean, he's got human intelligence. <laughs> really? Is he a magical dog? Mm, I think so. Is he is he a dog as we know it, or because a very small dog we know? Cause he's got good strength because he can he can. Snowflake. He's got super strength because he pulls all those presents, doesn't he? That's true. He acts as the lone reindeer. Even the reindeer, you know, never seen. I feel like solo. It would be fine if it ever got to a court of law because the Grinch, I think if the Grinch was definitely going down and had the choice of whether to take... You know what, though, actually, having said that, I think he'd take Max with him to prison. I think he'd... Well, do you not think Max, they might try and get Max to shorten his sentence by informing on the Grinch? We can't talk, though. Yeah. But he can understand English, so he could, they could ask him yes or no questions. And he could nod. He could nod or shake that. some presents or not. So some presents. Yeah, we could bring a different. I don't know whether he's how to not. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so yes, wrench or loyalty. No wrench. But loyalty, we agree, is is a heroic quality. Oh yeah. Um, he's willing to try new things. That's nice. The Grinch dresses up little Max as Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer to lead his stealing Christmas sleigh, and Max <laughs> is kind of willing to roll with it. 
until his master realises this whole deal is a bad idea. I think he very reluctantly dresses up as Rudolph, and he's yeah. a bit humiliated and ridiculed, and he actually does take off the red nose at some point. Yeah. So, also, I don't think willing to try new things is necessarily heroic quality. Well, I mean, um, ambition. <laughs> kind of willing to be outside of his comfort zone. I feel they haven't phrased it in the most heroic way. Number three, he listens to his intuition. And it says, in the above scene, and it's a clip of the Grinch shouting for Max. So, in the above scene, Max just knows the Grinch is not in a good mood based on his owner's tone of voice, and he goes to hide. What a smart dog. So he basically runs away and hides, so that's not heroic at all. I also think that that's every dog. If, if you get shouted at... Every, every dog knows how their master's feeling, don't, wouldn't you say? Yeah. Like, yeah, definitely from tone of voice. They can detect tone of voice. Sit. Like, yeah. I would say. Max. Yeah. You're very good. Wow. It's like he's right here among us. Before he's curious, Max is quite an inquisitive dog. Not even very. That's the same thing as want, trying new things. Curious. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. He's observant of his own. We're always looking out for the Grinch. I mean, someone's got to do it. Uh, number five, he's acrobatic. So he does a little dance, doesn't he, on his hind legs? Which dog was it that did that? I think that, that must have been one of their tricks. I think that, yeah. Look at him go. He can do so much, include leading a sleigh, even though he's not a reindeer. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't say it's particularly athletic. It's a fairly I mean, what they, what they have done is they've, they've got dogs that can do six different tricks. Yeah. And so created this super dog yeah. character that can it's do It's kind of tricks. like um, Reservoir Dogs. I mean, if, you, if you've ever seen that, you have seen that film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you'll know it's nothing like Reservoir Dogs. No, but the fact that they've he's brought he's got a team of people. Oh right, well yeah. Not in the sense that I mean it's unfortunate that that is called Reservoir Dogs <laughs> because that's not what I was going for at all. As it, it's, like, it's like the usual became. suspects. Well, so yeah, there's like there's Any or, or, or the new Italian job. They've got members of a team that can all do different things. Have you seen the new Italian job? No, I haven't. It's well, new. It's not new anymore. It came out in two thousand and two. But oh, right, yeah, it's got like one of the. It's a heist team of heist. Heisters. Most heist films. Yeah, exactly. It's similar to most heist films, yeah. is what you're okay. saying. Yeah. All right, okay, okay. Yeah. on you go. Um, and uh, number six, he's so freaking cute. Oh. Just look at him. Max, you're the cutest, and you make an already amazing movie even better. We also should point out that there's a Facebook page for Max. 392 likes. So not, so not as many as we have. No. Um, some of the comments... Share the photo of your Max look-alike. There's just some random dogs. None That's of them look anything remotely that. like Max. Oh, Max Grinch dog. Yeah, nothing like Max. Here's another Max dog. Lol, really. Her name is Paws. And those two dogs look dissimilar, both from Max and from each other. So I think um, there really is... There's a community here for Max. Uh, and there are people that are quite this is, this is into weird. it. How the Grinch Stole Christmas has got 59,000 likes. Wow. So the fact that Max has only accrued... <laughs> Less than 400 yeah, of those people. So this this page is very much an original supporter of the, the original Dr. Seuss animated version because the page itself commented in 2012 saying, Here's a link oh. to the Amazon for the original movie, the one with Boris Karloff's voice, not the Jim Carrey disaster. And it says here, got excited when I saw The Grinch was coming on TV. Was going to watch it with the kids until I found out it was the quote-unquote new one with Jim Carrey. No thanks. Oh, and then we've got, we've got some comments here. Laura Lindsay Jones says, I reject any modifications from the original and refuse to let my children be exposed to anything but the true Grinch. Exposed. There is nothing better than the original. The book and the cartoon is good enough for me and my kids. Plus, my kids get bored by the Jim Carrey Grinch movie. <laughs> it's a lot of it's hate. It's good enough. Loads of people just saying, yeah... Just watch The Grinch again, the real one, not the Jim Carrey version. My daughter loves Max. She's almost five. She said, that's weird, 
Max loves, but the Grinch doesn't love, she could pick up on the soft heart of the doggy because of the big puppy eyes. Seven likes there. And then the first comment ever was in 2009. This page posts about once a year. You've got to love the little dog with a single horn strapped to his head, pulling that huge sled to the top of Mount Crumpet. And then there's a comment here saying, The Grinch is an annual Christmas tradition at my house. Little Cindy Lou Who was no more than two. I love it. <laughs> so yeah, it's a weird page. Uh, <laughs> I've got a fan theory here, posted by Captain Chipmunk 24 oh, 27 yeah. days ago this was posted on Reddit. Oh wow. Um, How the Grinch Stole Christmas Theories, Max is the title of it. Good, so that's very search up. searchable. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Get, your, get your keywords in. <laughs> we all know that the Grinch was an outcast who the Who's, but the Who's from Whoville, not the band, basically laughed at until he decided to leave and live at the top of Mount Crumpet as a little boy. Well, my theory is Max was abandoned and thrown down the garbage. And I love, I love sometimes we come across these theories. And they're not theories that are based on anything, they're just speculation. It's just <laughs> I think this is what I feel could have happened. But yeah. There's no proof. Hypotheses more than exactly. anything. Um, well, my theory is Max was abandoned and thrown down the garbage chute as a puppy. I'm going to stop him right there. You can't be thrown down the garbage chute from the top, from the bottom of the mountain. He was dropped down the chute and one day while the Grinch is picking up trash to bring back to his home he finds a small puppy who follows him home and the Grinch decides to keep him around. Or as a more realistic situation would go, Max follows him back and the Grinch just goes with it, acting annoyed and bitter, but in the end not really caring all that much. This guy's clearly never read When the Grinch Meets His Max, yeah. or isn't aware of that. <laughs> um, this would also explain why the Grinch 2000, <laughs> the Grinch 2000, says, you know where it goes, to me, in your garbage, because while the Who's are trying to keep these perfect personas, the Grinch sees them for who they can be, which is greedy and selfish. This could also add on to the fact as to why the Grinch hates the Who's so much. He found Max thrown away as a puppy at the dump by the Who's, and the Grinch basically saw something that was alone and an outcast just like he was. So basically saying that the reason the Grinch hates the Who's is because they threw Max <laughs> in the garbage chute. Why is that? So, um, so we've had some comments here. I think this is a good theory, but it only applies to the 2000 movie. Mm. The book, TV show, and 2018 movie play out very differently. In fact, I read a comment on another thread about Max that the Dr. Seuss TV show showed the Grinch taking in Max after he was able to scratch a spot on the Grinch's back that he couldn't reach himself. Sorry, I don't have the link for that handy right now. Overall, it's a good theory for the 2000 movie, but I feel like that movie stands alone and doesn't connect to the other Grinch media as far as how the Who's treated the Grinch. Captain Chipmunk24 has replied, I agree that my theory is aimed towards the 2000 movie with Jim Carrey rather than the new Grinch or the original Grinch, but I would have loved to hear Dr. Seuss's take on how the Grinch and Max met. And that's an interesting story about Max being able to scratch an inch that the Grinch couldn't. And then Matthew That's PJ. an interesting story. As if his theory is like, oh, I've got the source material. But that's interesting that you think that. It's Someone like, else has come in and saying, yeah, the wobulous world of Dr. Seuss, which we've already covered. Very good. Yeah. Uh, B. Colish has come in and saying, makes you wonder why Max is the only dog you see in any of the movies. From my memory, anyway. Good yeah. theory. Um, <laughs> that's implying that in this dystopian reality, dogs are... Extinct. Or, yeah, or, Apart from or pariahs. Springlock21 has come in with good theory. I give it a 10 out of 10. Thank you, says Captain Chimmel24. And then, to finish it off, this was only posted 27 days ago, this comment. Lala Pezzerus has written in saying, I'm, like, so emotional right now. This is a good tear-jerking theory. Well... And on that, Should um, we comment? Emotional... Should we comment? <laughs> okay, uh, let's say you can't... You can't divorce the 2000 movie from the rest of the canon. Yeah. It's just not right. Commented. 
Would Max fit into your group of friends? No. No room not for dogs. Talkative enough. Okay. And like and that that kind of is he evil, is he not? There's no leeway in that in my group of friends. <laughs> <laughs> One dog play? Um oh, um Max on a hot tin roof. <laughs> Yeah, old dog on a hot tin roof. Dog, dog on a hot, hot tin, tin roof, roof kind of yeah, works because yeah, yeah. the hot tin roof, Grinch's cave. Waiting for dog. Waiting for doggo. <laughs> yeah, you keep making all of them better. Um, 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 Max facts would be quite good. That's more of his reality show. Yeah, Max or, facts. Or game show. Game show, yeah, Max, I can see him going. If Max to. hosted a game show, it'd be Max facts. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Thank you for listening to our Christmas special. Merry Christmas to one and all. And a happy new year, as we shall be taking a short hiatus yeah, over the break. Christmas period. We hope you have a, a wonderful holiday season. And as always, please get involved in our social media. Twitter, we are at Think to the Brink with the number two. Facebook, Think to the Brink with the T-O. And also all of our old episodes, including the old Christmas special on YouTube. Yes, they are. Get involved with our archives. Listen on iTunes, Podomatic, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn. Many ways to listen. We'll be coming back in 2019 with a whole new host of episodes. And we'd love for you to get commenting, give us ideas, and um, we take all suggestions. Um, maybe there'll be some different content available in the new year. Okay, well, I hope so. Okay. No. <laughs> we just keep peddling out the same, no, we might. The same episodes forever. No, we, might, we might change the format slightly. We might have a little yeah. bit of an AGM, come up with some new ideas, better ways to make it more interesting and as fun an experience for you, the listener, as possible. Thank you, as ever, yeah. for supporting the show. We wouldn't be able to do it without you. We technically would. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's nice. But to, we probably wouldn't. We, yeah, well, yeah. Maybe. We, do we do it for we, us? We, we wouldn't do it without you. I think it's... Yeah. <laughs> but we'd be able to. Yes, we would, yeah. But we, well, um, I don't think we would. Yeah, we, we might do it. I mean, we just probably would do it, but just wouldn't record it. Yeah. Which would be our general conversation. <laughs> we'd, just have, we'd just meet up and have conversations. But, exactly. Okay. Yeah, so thanks for 2018. See you in 2019. It's, and until next time... It's goodbye from me, Will Baker. And me, Alex Prescott. And in the meantime... Don't, don't forget, forget to, to overthink. overthink.